Welcome to the Infertility Sisterhood Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Smalley. In case we haven't met, I'm a coach's wife, a pastor's kid, an author, a small business owner, and a mom to my three miracles. Someone once told me that having a baby should be fun and free. For me, it was neither. Infertility is hard, it's lonely, it's confusing, and it just plain sucks. I want to encourage your heart and to help you navigate this road with a little bit more confidence by sharing the things I've learned along the way. So whether you're just starting out on your journey or you've been on this road longer than you want to admit, I'm glad you're here. Hi, if you are listening to this episode, it is because you have a friend walking through infertility and I just want to speak to you directly And thank you for taking the time to listen to this. This shows that you care and that your friend or your sister or your daughter or your daughter-in-law matters to you. And so I just want to celebrate the fact that you are here and taking the time to listen and to learn how you can support her better. So just know that you're doing the right thing. So I want to dive into the content, but first I want to share just a quick story. I share about this in my book called Give Grace, which I think would really help you and provide context for what she is walking through and just help give you a little bit of understanding of the weight and gravity of this struggle that she's facing. But I share about this in my book and it's about a time when I just felt the heaviness of my journey. And my friend, my very best friend, Coral, had a baby and she was trying to do the bedtime routine with her. Her baby's name is Mason and she is no longer a baby. She is six years old and in kindergarten. I cannot believe it. But she was nursing her. And as a first time mom, like she was at my house and out of her routine and didn't have all her things. And I it was a moment that I really needed my friend and I needed to talk and I had no idea what it was like on the other side. And to be a first time mom trying to get your baby to sleep with all all the things that you need and in the comfort of your own home. And I know Coral probably felt the stress of that, but she didn't make me feel that at all. She just always was such a safe place for me and such a good listener. And as she was trying to get Mason to sleep, she just listened and never made me feel like I was an inconvenience and never made me feel like this was not a good time. She just met me right where I was and listened and was a shoulder for me to cry on. And it was such a simple moment and she probably doesn't even remember it, but I do. And it meant so much to me. So I just want to encourage you, if you're feeling like you don't know what to say or you have said the wrong things and you don't know how to say the right things, I just want you to know that you're, you're taking the right step to learn and Give yourself grace in this friendship or this relationship that you're never going to say all the right things and you're never going to love her perfectly, but 
just keep trying and don't stop trying. Have you heard the news? I'm so excited to tell you that I wrote a book and it's officially available now wherever books are sold. The words that I poured out of my heart and onto those pages are going to meet you where you are and encourage your heart in a big way. My book is called Give Grace, and I'm sharing all about the story of a girl who has had to overcome some really hard stuff. In case you're wondering, that girl is me. I'm sharing my journey of loss and hope and how I learned how to give more grace to myself and to others. Give Grace isn't about a secret formula or a magic button. It's written to remind you through my real life story that God shows up in the details of our lives. How when we feel like everything is falling apart, he's actually piecing it all together. And how he gives us the grace time and time again to get through the messy, broken parts of our lives. If your heart needs encouragement, Give Grace will make you feel less alone and show you how to find hope and joy through it all. For more information and to grab your copy, visit www.megansmalley.com slash givegracebook. Okay, the first point, and this is very obvious, it is the title of this episode, but point number one is to listen more than you talk. Listening is the most valuable thing you can bring to this relationship. Recognizing that you don't know what she is facing, you don't know how it feels, likely, I'm assuming that you don't if you're having to listen to this episode, you don't know the depths of her pain, and so listen God gave us, I I remember hearing this a long time ago, God gave us two ears and one mouth and we should use them proportionately. So listen more than you talk. Listen first and be quick to listen and slow to offer advice and slow to offer really anything, any even words of encouragement because, and before you listen, you can't know the right encouragement to offer. So I think that is the, if you can only do one thing or grow in one area, it would be grow in your listening skills. The second thing is be unselfish. When you are loving a friend who is in the middle of grief, you have to set your stuff aside and meet them in their mess and be unselfish. Approach the relationship with an attitude of what can I do for you, not what can you do for me. This is not a friendship or a relationship uh, that will be a two-way street right now because she is grieving. And so you have to be able to have a completely unselfish approach to the relationship and mean that genuinely. The next thing is to have zero expectations. And this goes hand in hand with being unselfish, but the the fewer expectations we can put on this person, the less we will be let down in loving that person. So I want to challenge you to take a hard look at your expectations of this friendship, especially in this season, and let go of them genuinely and honestly. 
let go of your expectations and truly mean that. The next thing is to choose your words wisely and carefully. Again, this goes hand in hand with point one, but you can't, you shouldn't ever talk before you listen. Always listen first. And then as you listen, prayerfully let your words be guided by where she is emotionally. In this journey, you can have good days and bad days, or you will have good days and bad days, and you will have good hours and bad hours within the same day. So I think it's important to listen to where she is right now in this moment and then meet her with the encouragement after you listen to where she is and how she's feeling. It's so important, especially during struggles like infertility, to be mindful of the products that we put in and on our bodies. Toxins in our makeup and skincare can disrupt our hormones and wreak havoc on our bodies. Making the switch to cleaner and safer products can be overwhelming, and it's hard to know where to start. For products like makeup, skincare, and deodorant, I choose Beauty Counter. With more than 1,800 ingredients they restrict from their formula, this brand is committed to changing the beauty industry by providing cleaner and safer products for everyone. And the stuff works. For more information about how to get started making the switch and to see my favorite products, visit www.theinfertilitysisterhood.com backslash beauty counter. The next thing is to let her know it's okay to cry. And this goes back to being a safe place. But I think in order to be a safe place for her, you have to let her know it's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to share her heart and know that it's not going to go anywhere. You Building that trust is the foundation of being the safe place for her. But when you say, I'm not going to tell anyone, do that. Don't tell anyone. That is a foundation of building the trust. And in order to be a safe place, you have to build her trust. So when you say it's okay to cry, make sure you actually mean that. Make sure if you say this is going to stay between us, that it stays between you. And just be a place where she can share her deepest and darkest feelings and that there is no judgment coming from your end. Because again, likely you have not walked this road and so you don't know what it's like to be her. I'm not saying you haven't walked through something hard, but if you haven't walked through infertility You don't know what it's like to be her. You don't know what it's like to feel these things. And when you don't understand what it's like to walk in her shoes, it's hard to offer the right encouragement. So I think just being a listening ear and being a shoulder to cry on and being a safe place for her to just share where she is in this journey is the best thing that you can do. Okay, I want to share a story from chapter 12 of my book. I listened to an episode of Emily P. Freeman's podcast, The Next Right Thing, 
and she talked about a listening exercise she participated in as part of a retreat. Someone sat in the hot seat, and this person was the talker. Everyone else was to listen with these guidelines. Don't make a statement. Don't quote scripture. Don't offer to pray. The only thing the listeners were allowed to do was ask questions. The first person got in the hot seat and Emily struggled not to give compelling advice, relate the speaker's story to her story, or to give comfort and perspective. It was a challenge for Emily to just listen instead of speak. As a listener, Emily described the experience as very unsatisfying because she felt like she hadn't helped the person. But the person sitting in the hot seat looked relieved. When it was Emily's turn, she shared a story and the listeners asked a first, second, and third question. When her time was up, Emily realized no one had offered any advice, answers, solutions, or personal anecdotes. However, she described feeling more understood and cared for than she ever had been when it came to this particular situation. Wow. What if instead of interjecting yourself into the situation, you listened and gave people the space to think about and process how they're feeling? Try it. I think you'll be amazed at what it does for your friendships. If you want more, head over to theinfertilitysisterhood.com and click podcast for all the show notes, links, and discount codes. If you're looking for more ways to get connected and discover a community of other women walking this road, join the Infertility Sisterhood community. There you'll find countless women asking the same questions you have and others who are just one step ahead that can offer their experience. You can find all the links to join at www dot Thanks for joining us and always give grace.